This is Karen Hunter, and welcome to The Hub. This episode is about cultural appropriation and culture vultures. And I was having this powerful conversation on a Wellness Wednesday with Marvette Brito, who's a branding expert, and Kate Harvey, who wrote a book called Believe It and Behave It, How to Restart, Reset, and Reframe Your Life. And we got into this whole discussion around Kim Kardashian's new shapewear line, Kimono, which is uh, actually a Japanese garb, but she, of course, her name is Kim, uh, put it, in, you know, put Kimono in the title, and people didn't like it. Well, we had a discussion about it on Wellness Wednesday on the Karen Hunter Show. I hope you enjoy it. And this episode is brought to you by 100 Coconuts, the number 100coconuts.com. Go there, get yourself a case. It's delicious, the best coconut water I've ever had. I actually drink a a can of it because it comes in a can just about every day. And when you check out, use my code Karen, K-A-R-E-N, the number 100, and you get 10% off your case. And also let me know what you think about this episode and my entire list of podcasts. Now I'm over 100. I'm really excited about that because on Sundays I pick a question or two off of Twitter. So follow me at Karen Hunter with the hashtag podcast. Ask me anything. I'll pick a question or two and I'll answer it on a Sunday. All right. I hope you enjoy. I didn't get to talk about Kim Kardashian, who has her new uh, shapewear, which I promise I'm going to mention it. It's called Kimono. And apparently it's pissing people off who are Japanese because Kimono is a Japanese garb. It's a particular kind of uh, thing. It it literally means, Kimono means thing to wear on the shoulders. It comes from uh, the verb Kiru. And it's it's the Japanese borrowed it from the Chinese. So here's my thing, though, because a woman went on on Twitter. Her name is Yuko Kato. She's Japanese. She said, Kim Kardashian, uh, are you intentionally taking a Japanese word of specific and extreme cultural significance, stripping away its meaning and appropriating it for your brand? I do hope not. But intentional or otherwise, that will be the results. That that's why many Japanese are crying foul. Here's the thing. You stole it from the Chinese Mm -hmm. who probably stole it from the Africans. Fashion is fashion. It's not like kimono is related to some spiritual awakening. And, I, you know, I can see because I went to look it up because I thought maybe kimono was some sort of like ritual that goes, you know, how the Japanese fall on their sword. They do all of these things. No, it's fashion. Kim Kardashian is using it appropriately. Knock it off. Stop trying to have a viral moment and trying to make things trend, which you did. And stop hating because you didn't come up with the shapewear. Her name is Kim. Mono. I'm not mad at that. It was a flip on the word. Now, now they would have an argument if it was something I think spiritual, but it's y'all stole the damn thing from the Chinese who stole it probably from the Africans. That's all I'm saying. It's a robe. That thank you. I mean they're beautiful yeah. and they're made of silk and traditionally, you know, they have beautiful images and things painted on them. And I don't know it to be anything other than to your point, Karen garb. Well, look, we know haters hate. Okay. Go ahead. And I'm not a huge Kim Kardashian fan. I'm not going to buy her shapewear, but I ain't mad at her either. But then again, I'm not Japanese. So do I have to be, though? Is it ironic that someone <laughs> who does not need shapewear makes shapewear? Does she not need shapewear, Marvette? I think she I, might need some shaping. Really? I, well, well I she's know. been surgically altered. Oh, right. I and mean, when you're surgically altered, you probably do need something to keep everything. Because she's not balanced. Together. It's not a normal. Yeah. And shape. But, you know, listen, she could probably sell ice to an Eskimo, you know. Mm. She has the Kardashian brand. 
I'm How do you mad. feel about that? Because, you know, as a brand person, you know, because she literally built a brand out of thin, out of literal there's, air. There's, there's, there's two sides to the Kardashian brand that I have, I have great admiration for one side and I have great disdain on another side. But Church. even on the side where the disdain is, if you are... If you are a culture that is not monetizing your culture and someone else comes along and monetizes it, you can't really be mad at that. But on the side of are they great business women? I mean, typically, what is the talent? Like to build a brand, you have to build it from a place of this is the arc of the talent. And and really, their talent is their beautiful women I mean you know whether they're surgically enhanced beautiful beautiful or whatever it is my issue is the narrative that it sends to uh, women of color just the fact that all of these women have black men and you know having black babies and again it's their choice and but when it's when it appears as though it's being celebrated by you know influential men in our culture that's when I have a problem yeah. with it, you know. But, so but should we be mad at what they're other... doing? Whew. I mean, I, I they didn't invent butts, and they didn't invent, you know, it, it, lips. They don't have butts they didn't or lips. Invent, they don't, and that is my problem. But but again, oh, wait a minute. So they got with the black men to make sure that their daughters would have the thing that they don't necessarily have naturally. You think no, they was- got with the black men because, you know, urban culture is responsible for the contagious adoptive beha- behavior patterns that we see spread globally in fashion and beauty and, and you know, and business and, and politics. And we are that segment that, that has to bless and endorse. The problem is we don't stand in the power of that. We allow other people to come and stand in the power of what we were born with because the narratives we see on television reminds us that we're not good enough, we're not strong enough, we're not fast enough, we don't deserve to have a seat at the table, right? So when a black man is called a thug but a white man is just called mentally ill, when you see that in repetition over and over again, you begin to believe it. So for us, if Kylie gets lip injections and sells and makes a billion dollars off of something that we we were born with it, it, it that's not going to feel right to us it's not going to feel shouldn't right feel but, right, but it, should it shouldn't feel right but why we have to get to why is it happening and who's supporting it now sh- now we're not going to hate all all it needs to do is motivate us to do what what authentically we were born with mm, right exactly. if you're going to buy a lip product i would think as a consumer you need to buy a lip product from someone who inherently was born the, to understand how to navigate that lip rather than someone who paid for that lip. But again, you know, I, we can't be mad at them. I, I think that they're lovely girls. Um, they have built a billion dollar brand and it's a commendable, respectable brand. I mean, they started out not being respected by fashion and now they're gracing the cover of fashion Bibles. So I think there's some lessons to learn. And rather than criticize them, I mean, I don't have to love everything they're doing. And here's one thing I'm going to say that did surprise me. The young, the young daughter, Kylie did a collaboration with her best friend Jordan and put out a makeup kit with Jordan. It was Jordan times Kylie. 
she's a white woman who brought her black friend yeah, she did. She into did. She, a, she did her black friend who was demonized yeah right but at the at the earlier. end of the day right i i need to see us more of that. us doing right. that let me so ooh, so child. while we can be mad at kylie right. she didn't have to put jordan she woods on that brand she did not because have to do i don't that. see a lot of us doing that doing that because we've been conditioned to see each other as we started as the conversation and 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 competition pat mcgrath Shout out to you, Pat McGrath. Oh, we love Pat McGrath. Self, actual self-made, self-made. Right. Sam Fine too. Yes, absolutely. And, and Robin Fenty. Yes. Hello, Robin Fenty. Yes. Robin Fenty is making history everywhere she goes. So do everywhere I. she goes. I'll say this, listeners to Karen's show today. What you just heard was the gospel in terms of truth and what brand really is. Okay, I worked in advertising. Okay, I put this stuff together back when we would still say www dot. One of the challenges I think regarding the Kardashians, and this is an odd comparison, and if people aren't happy with what they watch, what they read, what they see on social, how about don't talk about them and see what you can learn there? Because the more attention you give, whether you talk hate or you're all admiri- ad- admiri- uh, admiring them and you want to you know, be an influencer with them and whatever, wrong feeds off of attention. And Donald Trump is evidence of that every day. So if you're not happy with what they're doing, can you learn something from it? Probably. That you wouldn't learn in business school. And don't pay them mind. Right. Don't give do them oxygen. That's what, what do you I want? Say. What do you want to do? Starve them of oxygen, there and the flame will go out. I've seen that. Fact. Marvette Brito, Kate Harvey, eight six six eight zero one eight two five five. Also, want to talk about Bitcoin is uh still going through the roof. Yeah, they're shaking. Uh, yeah, no, she just spit fire. I just had to sit Girl. back. Maybe y'all hear that again in a podcast. Church. I don't know. But Bitcoin, uh, I, I I can't go in. I still think that the bubble's gonna burst. I'm, I'm just like ah, y'all don't jump in now. The wave is don't don't do it now. I, and I said this last week. Maybe you should have done it last week. Don't listen to me. Do whatever you want. All right. Just want to tell you it's blowing up, and people are figuring out how to get around this China tariff. I was just talking to somebody who's getting their books and stuff from China, getting hit with a heart. You know, it's really impacting them. Now folks are going to Vietnam. Now folks are going through to Japan to get the stuff that they would normally get from China. So there's a workaround to this. I'm just letting y'all know, those of you in business, there are other players in the market. You don't have to just deal with China. Just saying. All right. 866-801-8255. I'll take some calls. Uh, We have a short period of time left, so please make it quick. Let's go to Sharon in Maryland. Thank you for holding. Hi, this is Sharon. Oh, Sharon. Yes. Hey. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for taking my call. And yes, Raheem Devon is from the DMV, and I just saw him recently, and he's amazing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, thank you for that. My question or my situation is about five years ago, I was forced out of a job in, in an occupation that I was in for over 25 years. And at that particular point, I was able to win, you know, a little settlement. And I started my own business. I started my own um, training and consulting service business. I was able to get a 501c3. I do an annual women's conference. I'm an author of three books. And I think what you said, I I think I have the answer. I think your name is Marvette. I think I talked myself um, into where I am now. Because when I decided that I was going to go out on my own after that particular experience, I remember saying to myself, I'm going to give myself three years. And sure enough, Three years came along, and then I'm out there looking for a job. 
And so <laughs> my and so that's been two almost two years now that I've been in a job still trying to do all of these things. So my question to you is, is, you know, how do I monetize? Because every day I go to work, I'm thinking I am not fulfilling my purpose. But it's about the paycheck. You know, I have a husband and it, it, all the typical things. So it's not a lack of courage. It's just the situation. And I, sometimes I just feel like, what am I doing? I'm not fulfilling my purpose. I have all these things. I'm doing them, but not to the greater good of society. Well, I think in order to win and, and in order to, to actually reach your full potential and become fully realized, you have to understand that you can either be led by faith or fear. They both can't exist in the same space, right? So it, it, when you're uh, the only thing that, that grows out of comfort is comfort. Right. You, the only thing that grows is is you have to be in a place of being uncomfortable and not being safe and not knowing what your tomorrow will hold. And that's where innovation begins. I was fired from every job I had before I started the Brito agency. And I was fired because those paths weren't leading me towards my purpose. And so when you're comfortable, yes, you've got a husband, you've got kids in school and you have all these. But that's playing it safe. And if you really believe in yourself. You have to be in the risk business. You have to say, I've got to wake up and maybe not know where, uh, uh, you know, my my phone bill is going to come from, because that's where the innovation and the creativity really happens. When you're comfortable, you, you can't really stretch outside of the boundaries of that comfort. So therefore, innovation is is out of your reach, right? Because you can predict what your day is going to be, and therefore you can predict what your outcome is going to be. So I think whenever you want to 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 get a, a a different outcome you have to 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 put in different ingredients in the pot but if you're going to bake the same cake then you know then 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 there's nothing adventurous about that for me every single day i don't go to work the same way i don't i don't do anything the same if i go to the airport i'm going to take a different route because in each time that you stretch yourself your different things are being revealed to you and different things mm-hmm. that you need to give you that different outcome are being put in your path. So for me, it's just about I don't walk with both. I mean, I think whenever my friends, we go out to dinner and they start the conversations with, oh, the, and I said, that's fear is talking to me. I need your faith to start talking to me. 